welcome to the Perfume Making Podcast with me, Karen Gilbert. And in today's episode, this is part two of creating your vision for the coming year. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, which was part one, I would suggest that you do that first because today's episode really follows on from the exercises that we did there. So as a bit of a quick recap, last week we asked the following questions. So are there any shoulds that you need to let go of? What does your ideal life look like? If you couldn't fail, what would you do? And what is your word of the year that you want to guide your focus? And in today's episode, we're going to be following on from those questions and asking, what is the one thing that if you do it, it will move everything else forward? And secondly, what is your five-year, one-year, 90 and 30-day vision look like? And so these two questions really have to come after you've done the exercises in the previous episode, because it's a bit like perfume, right? If you don't know what materials you're going to use in your fragrance until you've planned and created the story. And that story and that plan will determine the materials you need to put in your fragrance and how you structure it. It's exactly the same process. You can't know what that one thing is that will move you forward. And you can't know what your five year, one year or even your 90 or 30 day plan is going to be until you've done those exercises in the first part. Okay, so I'm assuming that you have done those exercises now. And let's work on the question. What is the one thing that if you do it, it will move everything else forward? So everybody is going to have that one thing and it's going to be different for everyone. So it might be for you that you actually have to just make that decision on that one formulation that you are going to decide is finished and you're going to stop tinkering with it and you're going to launch it out into the world because doing that one thing will gain you some momentum. It will kickstart your perfume business. It will give you the confidence and the customers that will then move everything else forward. It might not be that for you. It might be, okay, I've learned a lot and I've been digging into the courses and the book and listening to the podcast. Maybe I've watched some videos and I've been playing around with some materials, but I haven't actually created anything yet. I haven't actually tried to make my first accord. That might be your one thing. So, okay, I need to create my first accord and that will push me forward. It might be, well, I've been mixing materials here and there. And even though I know that Karen said I should do a scent map first and create a story, I haven't actually done it or I've sort of half asked it or I haven't done really done it properly. I've just gone straight back into the materials that I love the smell of and tried to shoehorn them all into a perfume. That could be your one thing, like getting your first scent map finished. And for those of you who have not heard about scent mapping, I have talked about it in previous episodes. So you can go have a a listen to some past episodes on that. And I also have a program devoted to that, which is called the um, Scent Design Challenge. So I will put that in the show notes. So maybe you are planning out your first fragrance and you're moving on to the next stage of creating a chord. So maybe that is your next step. 
It could be that you haven't even done anything yet. Maybe you've just been listening to all of these podcast episodes and you've been thinking, I know maybe I should take a course, but you just haven't got around to it yet. Maybe that is the thing that will move you forward. Or maybe you have done some classes. Maybe you've done some of the short masterclasses like the Make a Natural Perfume Masterclass. And maybe you've watched the video and you've listened to the audio, but you haven't actually taken the step of getting some materials or starting to blend them together or following the steps in that course. You know, lots of us buy courses and programs and listen, and it kind of makes us intellectually feel like we have done something, we've achieved something. But until you roll up your sleeves and you start creating or you start smelling or you start actually doing something with the content that you've been learning, it's not actually going to move you forward. So maybe for you, it's actually taking some action on all of the stuff that you've been learning. Maybe you've got some materials and you've been training your nose. Maybe you've been smelling loads and thinking, okay, I'm just going to focus on learning all of these materials before I invest in some training or maybe before I even start blending them together. Maybe I think I need to know all of these materials before I go um, into creating a chords and you haven't started doing anything, maybe not taking the step of blending things together. Maybe that is your first step. Maybe you've been floundering around on your own, going round and round in circles and actually need some help to move you forward. Maybe that is your first step. Now, everybody is going to be in a different place and have a different first step. That different one step that will move you forward and give you momentum. So what I want you to think about today is what that next step is for you. So what is that one thing And this might just do a bit of journaling on it. What is that one thing that if you actually do it and take action on it will move you forward and move everything else forward in your perfume making or in your business? And actually, you can do this for any part of your life, really. What is that one thing? And not what is the whole laundry list of all of the things, because if you do that, you're going to become overwhelmed and then actually think, oh, this is all a bit too much. I can't do it. And then you won't move forward. And this is really why I just want you to think of one thing and focus on that. What is the next thing? Like, is it a bit like putting one foot in front of the other rather than trying to run and jump over all of the hurdles? You don't need the whole big laundry list right now. You just need to focus on that one thing. And maybe for you, it might be that you need to block out some regular time in your calendar to really dedicate to your perfumery practice. So no phone, no email, no laptop, just blocking out some time to dig into your material study, to dig into your perfume making practice. Because if you're not setting aside that block of time and you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. And then maybe your email inbox takes over Or maybe you find yourself picking up your phone and thinking, oh, I have no time to do any of that. But actually think about all of the time that you spend doom scrolling on social media or watching funny cat videos. And of course, we've all got to switch off. And, and, you know, I'm not saying don't do that. But just think about if if you constantly think, oh, I don't have time to and the thing that you want to really do and the thing that will move you forward, think about how you are spending your time. And again, this is going to be different for everyone. 
And everyone has got different things in their life that pulling them this way and that. Um, And so this is going to be something that is very, very personal to you. Maybe you're procrastinating because you don't know whether you'll be able to do this and you don't know what people will think. And maybe you just need to get yourself into a community of like minded people who will cheer you on. And that's one of the amazing things about the Artisan Perfumery Mastermind, actually, in the group, is that everybody, even though everybody is working towards creating fragrances and launching brands, they are constantly cheering each other on and share liking each other's Instagrams and sharing each other's stuff, you know. And I think if you're in a group like that, if that is something you need around you, like a community of like-minded people who are not going to tell you, oh, no, you can't do that, or you should be doing this instead, who are going to have your back and cheer you on, then maybe that is your next step. Just keep in mind that you don't need to know or do all of the things right now. Just choose that one thing that will move you onto the next place. And then when you get to that place, what is the next thing? Taking it step by step, but making sure that you're not trying not to focus on everything, but just on that one thing that will move you to the next point. And I know that might seem a little bit repetitive and a bit simplistic, but honestly, sometimes we really overthink the things that we need to do and just simplifying and pairing it all back will actually move us forward faster than if we tried to juggle all the balls at once. Okay, so next up, what does your five-year, your one-year your 90 day and your 30 day vision look like. And really this comes on from the one thing. So as I've said before, you know, we underestimate what we can do and achieve in five years, but we overestimate what we can actually fit into a year. So I want you to have a think about what your big five year vision is. Where would you love to be in your life, your business, your perfume creation, your creative process, whatever that is for you? Now, the reason that I would start with a big five year vision is because I'm a big believer in looking at the big picture first and then chunking it down. It's like creating that big vision for creating your scent. And for those of you who have done the scent design challenge and, and you understand the, the, the scent mapping process that I use, it's the way that my brain works best. And actually, it's also a tool that I have found works really, really well for so many different aspects in your life. Essentially, I'm talking about mind mapping. So I would map out a scent like that. I would map out a book. So I'm going to be writing a new book this year and I will mind map that book. If I'm creating a new course or program, I will mind map that. I will create the big picture and then I will chunk it down. And so you can do that for your business or your life as well. So the big five-year vision is almost like your big kind of um, big goal that you want to achieve. I don't know, the the word goal is, I don't like the word goal. So what is your big vision for your perfume creation process? 
And that again, that is going to be different for everyone. And then we're going to start to break it down into chunks that will make it more achievable because this big five-year vision is going to seem a bit overwhelming at first, right? So, but the point is to just get everything down on paper and really, you know, you can mind map this out if you want, you can write it, you could put images. Some people love to do like vision boards, you know, whatever it is that works for you. And so once you've got that big five-year vision, start to think about, okay, so then let's let's dial it back. What is my one-year vision? So this time next year, where would I like to be? And when you do that, and when you do it in this way, you do build in some breathing room for yourself and you give yourself some leeway because we all know that we overestimate how much we can cram into a week, a month, a year because life gets in the way. Things take much longer than we think they will, maybe through our own procrastination or maybe because we just don't know how long things will take. Or maybe in some areas of our business, for example, with perfumery, we have to rely on third parties and maybe we need to order materials or packaging or get someone to design something for us. So just give yourself some breathing room and come up with a very loose one-year vision. So you've got your big five-year vision and then think about what you want to achieve in this one year that is a step towards that big five-year vision. And what I would suggest that you do is divide that one year into four. So four quarters. And this is going to be your 90 day plan. Because again, I think we think (laughs) we can fit a whole heap of stuff into a 30 day plan into a month. But actually, in my experience, what we think we can cram into a month actually probably takes more like three unless we are very, very disciplined. Okay, so you've split your one year into quarters and think about a rough idea of what you want to focus on in each of those quarters. So we've got our five year plan, we've got our five year vision, we've got our one year vision and then we've blocked that into quarters and we've got a vision for each of those quarters. So again, we are still quite big picture here. And once you've done that, what I want you to do is not think about blocking each of those quarters down into 30 day chunks. I want you to just focus on that first 90 days and block that down into 30 day chunks. And the reason that I want you to just focus on that first 90 days, because if at the end of that 90 days, you realize actually that was a bit unrealistic and I'm not sure with that plan that I'm going to get all of that done or focused on in that chunk of time, rather than getting to the end of that year, beating yourself up because you haven't achieved what you wanted to achieve. It means you can really adjust and you can think about, okay, is my plan realistic or not? And so I don't think you should be prescriptive and realistic necessarily for a big five-year plan because that's like your big vision, right? But when you focus on that one year and that first 90 days, you can then start to get a feel for how long things are going to take and you can get a little bit more granular with it. 
And so, okay, this is all well and good. And in an ideal world, we would hold ourselves accountable and we would implement. And I know at least for me, at least intellectually, I know that this is what I should be doing. But practically and realistically, do I always do it? Sometimes not. So we need to start creating habits and cultivating an entrepreneurial mindset. And so even though I do hate the word goals and I prefer the word vision, we really need to balance our big vision with smaller, achievable, clear goals. And that is really the number one thing. Our smaller plan goals need to be achievable because if you try and do too much and you try and cram too much in, you're going to get despondent and you're not going to stick to the plan. And creating a plan or a vision is really important because if you don't know where you want to go, and this goes right back to the beginning of this episode and the previous episode, actually, if you don't know what you want your ideal life to look like and you don't know what your big vision is, you're not going to know what it is that's going to move you forward and you're going to end up meandering through and hoping for the best. And you might get to five years down the line and you still haven't got to where you want to be. And that's not because you're not good enough and it's not because you're lazy. It's just because you haven't held yourself accountable and created that habit. And at the same time, I'm not saying prescribe yourself like a block an hour or hour block every single hour of the day or the week and, you know, leave yourself room for visioning, for dreaming, for daydreaming. And I know for me, and I know this is true for a lot of creatives, once you get really clear on your vision, you can actually create an immense amount of output in a very short almost insane amount of time. So a very, very small window, but you might need to be sitting, staring out the window for three hours. And then once you're in flow, you can just really get that work or those tasks done. But if you don't do this and you're constantly in motion, you actually sometimes have less output. So build into this plan, like daydreaming time, doodling time, mind mapping time, artistic, creative time, dabbling time. Don't just make it all about ticking boxes off a checklist, because I know for a lot of creatives that is going to that is going to make you feel stifled. It's going to make you stressed and feel overwhelmed. So build that into your plan. A plan doesn't always have to be actions. It could be, okay, so I'm going to commit to just playing in the studio or smelling my perfume materials or playing around with the chords for X amount of time or days in the week. I'm going to commit to setting aside an hour every day just to journal or to stare out of the window or to draw or to, you know, smell or blend, whatever does it for you. And so do make sure that you leave yourself that leeway as well. And this is not a static thing. You know, keep working on this because actually you might find, for example, for me, I got to a point where in my big vision, I was thinking, oh, I want to have this multi-million pound business. I want this big um, online perfume school with thousands and thousands of students in my courses. And actually, as I went through the years, the months, etc., and did this exercise many, many times, I realized, actually, I don't want that. I like small groups. I like a kind of a boutique business. 
I don't want to be this big global brand that doesn't know my students. For me, you know, that doesn't do that, do it for me. And for you, it may be you want a huge global brand. But for some other businesses, you know, maybe some of my competitors or maybe my colleagues in the industry, maybe that's what they want. And so when you are going through this slightly more structured kind of granular process of creating a plan, keep going back to what, what is it that I want my life to look like? Because it's very, very easy to get pulled off track if you haven't dealt with the shoulds, if you haven't really created your life vision. So you might find maybe if you come to do this exercise next year, your big five year vision may have completely changed based on the actions that you have taken this year. And that's okay. Everyone is going to be completely different. And so, you know, just to finish off today's episode, you know, nobody said being an entrepreneur or business owner or being a creative was easy. You know, it's sometimes scary. We have to feel the fear and do it anyway, as it were. So whatever works for you. So visioning, action planning, you know, you might be the sort of person who wants to go for a walk and gets into flow and and maybe you take your phone with you with you, with a voice recorder on and maybe you just talk into that and and talk out loud your your vision or your you know what you want and then you kind of listen back to it or maybe you get it you transcribe it and you kind of use that maybe you're the sort of person who wants to do a meditation and then journals from that place i mean that's my kind of preferred sometimes if i'm really stuck and i know that i've shared this a lot i, I like to have a soak in the bath Um, because I don't know, there's something about shutting the bathroom door, running a bath, putting some gorgeous smelling oils in there and just having a soak actually helps me to get really clear and helps me come up with ideas, but not just ideas of things that I should do of, it kind of helps me to tap into myself if you like. And it might be sometimes that you just need to put a pad and pen beside your bed because you might be the sort of person that wakes up at three in the morning with an idea or a vision and you don't want to lose that idea. So you want to maybe write it down. And that's happened to me as well. And there are so many different ways to vision and plan. And I think what I really wanted to get across in this session is that it's not so much about doing a one year plan of goals and ticking everything off on a list. It's more about, okay, what is your kind of plan and strategy for the year? And it should be more flowing than that. It should be more creative than that. (laughs) I know I've said should quite a lot, but there are no shoulds and there is not one way to do this. Okay. So hopefully that was helpful. And if you need to, go back and listen to the previous episode and this episode. Make sure you are in a lovely creative space, get a pad and a pen and, you know, whatever other little bits and pieces that get you into the zone and just spend some time on this. Give yourself this as almost like a entrepreneurial CEO retreat, if you like, maybe even block out half a day and say, okay, for this half a day, I'm going to go through these two, re-listen to these two episodes and I'm going to get my pad and my pen and I'm going to really vision. I'm going to dream big. 
and then I'm going to spend a bit of time chunking it down. So as always, thank you for listening. Let me know if you have any questions, drop me a line to podcast at karengilbert.co.uk. And, um, you know, if you like this kind of content and you've liked these episodes and you want more kind of strategy, mindset, businessy kind of stuff, um, also please let me know as well. And if you haven't left me a review on the podcast app of your choice, please, please do that. It really helps the algorithm. And thank you so much to everyone who already has. Um, This is six months in and I am so grateful for each and every listener that we have had over the, um, the time that this podcast has been going. So thanks again and I will see you next time.